Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I woke up this morning thinking about the island country of Madagascar, officially the Republic of Madagascar, and it's just um, in the Indian Ocean. If you fly wherever you are in the world over to Africa and then head to her far south, so Madagascar is just north and east of South Africa, and it's just east of Botswana, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, and Zambia. So it's a beautiful, beautiful island that's been on its own for about 88 million years, and we're going to talk about some of the geology, how it was formed, and some of the lovelies that we find there. Geologically speaking and from its fauna, Madagascar is an amazing place. So about 170 million years ago, Madagascar was landlocked in the middle of the supercontinent of Gondwana. And it was sandwiched between land that would eventually become South Africa and Africa and other little bits that would eventually become India and Australia and Antarctica. So these uh, bits of continental plate rode the movements of the Earth's crust until Madagascar, along with India, first split from the others and then off split Africa and then another chunk fell off and became South America and then Australia and finally the last piece to break away was Antarctica and they started heading north. So India eventually smashed into Asia, forming the Himalayas in the process. But Madagascar broke away from India and was marooned in the Indian Ocean. And she now stands all by herself. So she's been beautiful and solo for about the past 88 million years. Now, there are many, many interesting bits of flora and fauna extant and extinct on the island today. I thought I'd talk to you about some of the younger bits that are very interesting. Um, species like the elephant birds, who were members of the ratite family, and they made up a large uh, to fairly enormous flightless birds that once lived in the island of Madagascar. And they became extinct about 1,000 to 1,200 years ago, mostly because of human hunting. Um, we love our meat and we do hunt things to extinction. And they um, had a number of uh, sort of relatives, one of the closest being the ostrich, and that's their closest living relative, and a much smaller nocturnal kiwi found now only in New Zealand. But back in the day, elephant birds were endemic to Madagascar. And when we look at genetic information and fossil evidence, it all suggests that these elephant birds, along with the ostrich, arrived in Madagascar and India when these land masses were still connected to Australia and Antarctica as part of that land bridge. So they're part of that Gondwandian history of the geology and the movement of plates. And when India and Madagascar split off, the elephant bird wound up surviving on Madagascar while the ostrich was carried north with India and eventually introduced to Eurasia when India collided with the continent. Madagascar as an island is a very big and magical place. So if you happen to be trekking there, it's about 
592,000 square kilometers or about 226,000 square miles. So it's the fourth largest island on the planet. And depending on where you are in the world, it's bigger than Spain, bigger than Thailand or Sweden or Germany. And it has that very interesting geologic history. Part of the first exploration of the geology of Madagascar was done by the French-speaking uh, geologic survey. So in, if you, unless you've parlé français, um, it wasn't translated. Those pieces weren't translated into English for quite a while. And it took a while for us to gain an understanding. There was a fellow named Alfred Wegener who proposed the first theory of continental drift back in about 1915. And this is the infancy of plate tectonic theory. So this is where we begin to understand um, that continents came together and were thrust to, um, you know, up into mountains and then pulled apart and reshuffled. So things like the Tethian Sea and Pangaea, these, these pieces were mysteries to us for a long, long time. And we begin to understand them about the, the beginnings of this last century. Madagascar is a biodiversity hotspot. So just like Darwin's finches on the Galapagos, and how they were isolated and evolved into distinct species, so hello adaptive radiation, over 90% of the wildlife from Madagascar is found nowhere else. They've been sitting and evolving in isolation for a long, long time. The island's diverse ecosystems, like so many on this planet, are threatened um, by the Earth's most deadly species, that being you and I, Homo sapiens sapiens. So we arrived on Madagascar about 490 um, BC and have been chopping down trees and eating our way through the island's tastier populations ever since. So they've got uh, beautiful species, red-tailed lemurs and just a weird and wacky fauna that are found nowhere else. There's also some very, very beautiful ammonite specimens um, from here that I completely adore, including one of my favorite species, Dufilaceris. Now, while this is a podcast, words don't really do justice to some of the beautiful calcite infilled ammonites from Madagascar. They're truly stunning. So yesterday on the Archaea blog, I posted a picture of a beautiful specimen that's in the collections of Don Walsh. And it's a infilled, calcite infilled slice of an Aleoceris. So it's from Upper Cretaceous, Lower Albion. Um, in the bony region of Madagascar. So this beautiful specimen is quite diagnostic for the region and you see these uh, publicly available for sale. They're uh, beautifully preserved, um, crystallized and often sliced and polished. So they're some of my very favorite specimens from Madagascar. There's also um, Cleonicerus and uh, Grysia, um, which are the more boreal uh, genera. So if you'd like to take a, and these, these guys are about the size, they can be the size of your hand or the size of a dinner plate. So they're quite uh, big meaty babies. Um, 
I'll post a link in the uh, in the descriptor on the blog so you can go take a link over and, and take a look at these beauties. But uh, Madagascar is a magical place and uh, as I think it's Disney or uh, I'm not sure who's who's the one who did up the movie on it but um, the the uh, flora and fauna living there today are quite remarkable. So I'll share more of the fossil species and thanks for listening.